0: Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan Show, brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jairus Korup. And we wanted to, you know, Lansing is on vacation mode right now. Lansing takes the summer off. So uh, we wanted to take a look back now that we're right in the middle of the year and see everything that's been done. Well, maybe not everything, by the Democratic trifecta of the governor and the House and the Senate in Lansing this year. And to help us do that is Annie Patinod with Americans for Prosperity. She runs the Michigan chapter and she tracks all this kind of stuff. Annie, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to cover everything they've done, but we can certainly we can certainly hit shall I say the low notes. Yeah. As to the high
0: notes. All right. Well, g- give us your lowest of low notes. What What are some of the 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 biggest changes that the Democrats have pushed through Lansing this year so far?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think before I really dig into that, I just want to contextualize it just a little bit, right? Michigan was number six for outbound moves in 2021, according to United Van Lines. We led the country with small business closures, according to Meta, uh, that's Facebook's parent company, not exactly allies of the center-right or liberty-minded folks, Um, that's according to their data, right? We've seen some of the lowest uh, reading scores, we've erased literally decades of progress for reading scores, particularly um, in lower income uh, areas, urban environments, the school closures. So I think you've got to tee that up when we take a look at their legislative agenda, uh, that what they have really done uh, with their legislative agenda is they have locked in these indicators that are bad, people leaving our state, jobs leaving our state, per capita personal income trending down um, with the policies. And I think if you got to look at the good, Uh, well, let's say the bad and the ugly, Um, you have to look at repeal of right to work, re-implementation of prevailing wage. Uh, Gretchen Wimmer has made quite a big deal of protecting freedoms. In fact, she strips workers of basic First Amendment rights to be free to choose whether or not to join your workplace union. And not only is that bad for individual freedoms, it's bad when it comes to be, being a state that attracts people and jobs. People want, what do people want? They want public safety. They want a good education system. They want a government that is focusing its resources on things like infrastructure, making sure that we have those, those pieces in place. Uh, they turned right around then and pushed through uh, one of the largest tax increases in Michigan history, rolling back a expected rate reduction that was triggered by legislation. Um, They advocated for that only by the grace of the minority Republicans uh, were we able to lock in an income tax rate reduction for Michigan families that was promised, frankly, decades ago. Um, And so we're we're fortunate to have them. Unfortunately, they don't want that rate rollback of the personal income uh, tax rate to be made permanent. They want to extend the tax hike. And exactly why do they need that tax hike? All you have to do is look at the state budget that was passed, $83 billion, the largest budget in Michigan history. State spending has grown by 41% over the last four years. And I can almost guarantee you look at family budgets, those budgets, that spending, people have never felt the pinch more than they do now
2: and uh oh i need a yeah, therapist and, and, after and, that <laughs> <laughs> that was depressing Annie. <laughs> sorry go ahead there jared there is hope <laughs> go ahead jared <laughs> yeah and any uh not and not all these are are uh partisan issues so obviously that massive increase in the state budget um the, the budget generally gets uh support from both sides of the aisle We've had this issue the last couple of terms um, from Republicans and Democrats spending an extra billion dollars or so uh, to do pet projects within their district, as in like X local Little League gets money. No other Little League gets this extra state money. This art museum gets extra state money. This um, roller rink gets extra money. All these types of projects that are completely based on political poll. Uh, and then, of course, the select incentives, uh, corporate welfare. So, mass amounts of spending on select incentives for uh, individual companies, um, while every small business in the state uh, that pays an individual income tax, which is most of them, will see a tax increase next year under this governor. A few large select uh, companies get get breaks. So, the bipartisan nature of this uh, bipartisan uh, spending is is pretty bothersome to me.
1: It's incredibly concerning. Um, Somebody told me once Democrats are tax and spend, Republicans are just spend. Uh, I think there's a certain amount of truth to that. And, you know, you look at where we're heading trajectory wise when it comes to our population and our economy. And I think when you see this corporate welfare, um, it's it's a way to sort of try to cover up for the wrongs that are being done to our economic outlook. Um, you know, cu- cutting off both your legs and handing us a crutch uh, that we paid for. I mean, it, it's, it's beyond ridiculous to me, too. That, you know, you see the pressers creating jobs, and there's a complete omission, generally speaking, in those press conferences about the fact that you're, all they're doing is taking money from one group of people, essentially, whether it's taxpayers or small businesses paying higher taxes so that others can get a break, which is incredibly wrong. And it's also the wrong way to think about really crafting a comprehensive strategy that makes our state more competitive. Um, I think Governor Whitmer absolutely knows she has a problem with the economic outlook. It's one reason that Uh, We see this sham population commission has been created. Um, I think she knows she has a problem when you look at education and um, and education and reading scores, which is why we have to turn around and provide free school meals to everybody across the state. It's almost like it's a mea culpa. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Unfortunately, it's being done with our tax dollars. She's trying to apologize or cover up. Uh, the wrong approach, certainly very top-down, heavy-handed approach uh, to COVID that I think was really kind of started, right, a lot of our economic uh, challenges, and they've just they've just doubled down. It's a one-two punch. It's we're going to repeal, you know, we're going to shut down the state during COVID, then we're going to turn around, we're going to repeal right to work, we're going to get rid of a lot of these reforms um, that actually helped Michigan dig its way out of the lost decade, and, you know, I have a lot of concerns about this. If you look at, I talked about per capita personal income, Michigan's is down 7.2% 2022. The nation's is down 55 So we are lagging the national average in a lot of indicators. In 2021, per capita personal income in Michigan increased by 1.6%. It increased by 2.5%. Was the national average, so we're lagging other states in many areas and spending billions in taxpayer dollars on pet projects uh, that are really, to your point, political in nature. They're not designed to necessarily be the best use of tax resources. Um, but you know, funneling money into that is going to—it's going to dig us a hole and is going to take us right back down that road to a lost decade 2.0, and it pains me to say this because I know how painful that time period was for our state, Um, but I see it's like history repeats itself. That's why the people have got got to get involved. People have got to make their voices heard on these issues.
0: Annie Patton, we got to leave it there with Americans for Prosperity. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's all the time we have tonight. You can check out this show and all our others by heading to Frank Beckman Center for Journalism or the great Thanks for tuning in to the Mackinac Michigan show here on W.J.R.
2: Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily those of Cumulus Media or W.J.R. Radio.